0: Between the Lines with Virtual Academy. We all have a story to tell. Hello and welcome inside another episode of Between the Lines with Virtual Academy, a podcast going beyond the badge to allow members of law enforcement, public safety, and first response a place to tell their stories and also talk about the cases that have impacted their lives. How are you doing? I'm your co-host, Brent Hinson, and that's going to be a little bit different type of episode. It's our year-in-review wrap-up episode. It's kind of uh, one of those ways to put a bow on our podcasting year for 2023. And we did this last year. And I don't know about uh, the other guys, but uh, these are the types of episodes that are always fun for me because we get to allow you guys, the listeners, to have kind of an inside peek of how not only we put the podcast together, but then we also share which episodes affected us and the ones that really stood out to us the most so before we get too far along uh, let me bring in the other two guys that keep this operation up and running each week Uh, first off he serves as our executive producer editor and well all other things behind the scenes he has lots of activities going on that is Mr. Aaron
1: Bevel how you doing sir I was homeschooled, so I didn't get to go to prom. So this is like my podcast prom. I get to show up and see the other (laughs) pool, and I'm not just sitting alone by myself in the dark corner. So it's nice. And you're also an occasional guest. I I failed to mention that. Occasionally. Yeah. yeah. If there's a topic that I, which is not very often, but if there's a topic I have some sort of knowledge about, then I'll I'll chime in a little bit. Yeah. And of course, uh, the guy who is both the
0: face and the voice of this year' podcast, Mr. Michael Warren. It's your first full year as a host of this podcast, and I, I think you just keep getting better and better with the way that you help these uh guests roll their stories out because you you start at the beginning and then you say tell me more and then what happened And i like the, the way you uh handled your storytelling method
2: even a blind squirrel finds a nut now and then and uh <laughs> so you guys set it up on a tee for me so it's it'd be really embarrassing to strike it out because you set things up so well beforehand but if I could real quick address uh, Aaron's prom, because the the, oh, the, the setup good. today is more like middle school dance for me. I'm sitting wow. here with my, my group of friends and scared to talk to anybody else. So <laughs> it's
1: <laughs> it's awkward that I went with prom and you went with well, middle school uh, <laughs> dance. So I I was really but, aiming for the well uh, here. Uh,
2: yeah. Awkward is a good word to describe us, isn't it? Just saying. That's yeah. fair. No, that's it fair. is what it is. We've
0: had, I guess, you know, we've had our share of uh awkward moments on the podcast. I know last year I went through an episode where I lost the ability to have my microphone work. (laughs) I think uh, my favorite thing happened just a couple weeks ago, you know, talking in an episode. We're we're sitting here, we're talking to uh, Officer Hoskins, and she's uh, an SRO. She's in her, her, her squad car, and we're recording the episode, and then a student comes by and knocks on her window and wants to know if she's going to be late for class. And she's like, you wouldn't be late for class if you went to Duncan."
2: You know, so I think that was a lot of fun. But she, she made it for the coffee, just not for class. And again, <laughs> yeah. going back to her school days, just saying. You know, that's one of those times where,
1: as the editor, I was like, do I leave her <laughs> busting this kid <laughs> in the episode? Or is that too far? Is that a privacy issue? Oh, but, yeah. Uh, Man, it was sure fun. I at least cut out that audio and sent it to uh, to Brent and Mike for us to giggle about. And it.
2: giggle we did. Yeah.
0: Yes. One of the first things we'd like to do is uh, kind of go over what were the the biggest episodes of the year and some statistical information. And um, I guess we can start there. And I don't know if I know Spotify has what it says our top episodes are, but we've got listed out here our top ten episodes of the year based on our service provider, which is Captivate. So I'm just curious what you guys think. As far as downloads go, the biggest downloaded show of 2023 is. This is just this year, from January 3rd until November
2: 29th. I'm going to go with Kyle Voewinkle, the Boston Marathon bomber. I would go with that or
1: left of greg episode maybe i don't
2: know i purposely didn't say that because i didn't want anybody to laugh at me
1: the reason i thought it might be you is i thought you might have downloaded every week to re-listen to so i'm uh, that, sure was, if, you, if you see the accounts that started with warren michael uh, that wasn't me i, I swear <laughs> yeah that's fine that's all the michigan downloads are not just Michael. <laughs> Ryan, yeah.
0: it wasn't either of those two left of greg was in uh, the top 10 for sure it was uh, one that i really liked i I couldn't believe it was number one. Uh, I'm glad it is because uh, the way he spoke in the episode, so well-read, so well-spoken, Chip Huth and the Outward Mindset, episode 47, back on April 4th. It was uh, the biggest downloaded episode of the year for us.
2: Chip is a godfather when it comes to law enforcement training. So when you you said it like that, uh, I guess it really doesn't surprise me.
1: I really thought it was going to be episode fifty nine, the VR episode that I was a guest on. I really thought I'd bring some some listeners in, but that's fine. Chip did a good job. I guess he's pretty good. <laughs> See, that's one that you said you haven't listened to yet because you weren't in on the recording. No, <laughs> I wasn't in the recording, and you edited it, so I didn't listen to our top episode of the year. That's perfect. Yeah,
2: in our line of work, this we'll call a clue. Who can you lose from the podcast, and it will continue fine. <laughs>
0: Some of the other, I'll just list out a a couple of the other top downloads uh, episodes of the year. Coming in at number two, another great episode, uh, another really well-spoken man, TBI director David Rausch, episode 44. We were super uh, blessed to get him on the podcast. Just an all-around great guy to have. I mean, I I like listening to him speak. He's uh, taught some courses for Virtual Academy and just a really, really smart guy
2: absolutely
1: i think the one thing we can say that we've gotten out of this podcast if nothing else hopefully that we, we we've been able to reach a lot of people but if brent or i ever get in any legal trouble i feel like we have people we <laughs> can call
2: get some legal advice if nothing else yeah, yeah, yeah. well you remember uh, what was it the jim carrey movie that when he was an attorney liar liar he, yeah liar, he, he liar. needs your legal yeah. advice stop breaking the law asshole <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just one more,
0: uh, the uh, top uh, the number three episode of the year is one that it was really tough to record. And I don't know how he does this on a consistent basis, but I'm glad he does because he's uh, a wonderful person to be out there to raise awareness. And that is episode 43 with Max Schachter for um, uh, his son who uh, passed away, the Parkland shooting. Uh, Came out on March 7th. An incredible man. It was almost hard to make it through the episode without getting emotional because I don't know if you know this, Michael Warren, but you and I were were a little bit of criers. I've heard that.
2: I have a list here uh, of the most cried upon episodes. And that was that was right there (laughs) uh, with with a couple other ones. So do you have my little accurate tear count? That's what I want to know. Listen, there, there is a camera. And we are okay. recording, so just saying. It's a drinking game here. If one of them cries, he <laughs> yep. takes it back. <laughs> well, thank goodness it's not that because. Whew.
1: That that was a, I, It's one of those episodes where I feel very honored and humbled that he would come on the episode and, and talk about that stuff because that cannot be easy to relive over and over again. I know he believes that he's doing good, so I, I know that's why he does it, but my gosh, it has to be just reliving your worst worst moment of your life over and over. I mean
0: you you have to be so passionate to the cause to go on and relive an experience that was the worst day of your life and for him to continue to do that to raise awareness and try to get legislation passed that guy is an amazing man.
2: Yeah. And, and I couldn't agree more and I I kind of kind of lumped him in to the same category as Kim Schlau who started off right. the year You know, telling the story of the the loss of her two two daughters and the fact that she goes out there and is telling that story over and over again to try and save the lives of the people of this profession. God bless them, because I don't know how those folks do it, because it tore me up just listening to them tell the story. I can't imagine what it's like to be on that side.
0: And that was our first episode of 2023. That's how we started off the year. And she... She's so well composed when she recounts that story. She gets emotional, but uh, I think she's such a great professional speaker because Aaron and I actually got to see her speak at ILEDA this year. She really just tells the story and wants to get the information out there so this doesn't happen to somebody else's family.
2: Even though the cause is good, you know it still just has to tear at your gut every time that you wake up that morning and, and know that you're going to be talking about the worst day of your life again.
0: Uh, Just a couple other stats on my side. I know Aaron has some before we get into some of our favorite episodes. Uh, Cities that have downloaded the most episodes this year. Surprisingly, Atlanta, Georgia is big on Between the Lines. There we go. They've downloaded the most uh naperville illinois up near chicago and then i'm assuming this is all aaron's family because murfreesboro tennessee came in at (laughs) number
1: three it's cool to see all the crazy places that people download like uh, even other countries i don't know if you got other countries in there but it's
0: i yeah actually i do the countries with the most downloads we'll just throw that in real quick obviously the u.s the most downloaded country
1: uh canada well let's see if see if mike can can guess number three what What is the third most downloaded? I'm
2: going to go with Australia. I wish.
1: It's
0: in the top 10. Wow. It's actually number 10. So Australia is in there. Um, I'm going to go with India. Good guess. Actually, not in the top 10 at all, but it's uh, our friends in Germany. (laughs) Really? three. Germany. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Germany. Interesting. So there you go. There's a few stats on my side. Really good hot chocolate in Germany. That's all I got about Germany. I don't know. I, I went there once as a kid and I was like, this is the best hot chocolate I've ever had. This is really why I don't get invited on the show very often,
2: but that's fine. They literally have a beer fest. Yeah.
1: And I'm like, check out this hot chocolate, bros. This is, a, this is the most hot chocolate I've It ever was had amazing. Before. It was like drinking heaven. Anyways, moving on. A few stats on my side because I'm the geeky kid. I, I like the, the nerdy stats. We produced... 2.5 thousand minutes of content this year, which is kind of crazy. If you went and started in January, pressed play, you would play for 41 hours. You would listen to Michael Warren talk about training for 41 hours.
0: That's a lot. I'm, I mean, and this is consistent. We put out an episode every Tuesday morning all year and uh, never missed a Tuesday. We try to get that stuff out you know, as soon as we can. And we appreciate all the folks that subscribe this year, picking up some new subscribers, especially across social media, all the interactions that we've had. So uh, it takes a lot to put this thing out. And we're a small staff, but we, we do it consistently.
1: For anybody who reached out on social media or liked something or said something kind about the show or the guests that were on the show, that is really what drives us to continue doing this. It's been a huge pickup to just have somebody out there say, hey, this is a great episode, or wow, this this guest is really great. That is always kind of the fuel that burns, keeps us going on this. Just a couple of big stats for us. We had 14% increase in followers across all services this year. And even bigger, we had 61% increase in downloads over the year. So wow. lots of growth uh, on all platforms.
0: Consistency, yeah.
1: Apple Podcasts was our biggest at 64%. So a lot of you out there listening on Apple Podcasts, 10% on Spotify. We did see some big growth on Spotify. And then 9% on the website, just going to the website, old school and present and place. What's the thing that's most surprising to you
0: uh, when we have a guest on that maybe hasn't done a podcast
1: before? I think the, the thing that I'm always surprised by is we've, we haven't ever really had a guest meltdown. And I remember the first time I did a podcast was with Brent it's terrifying the first time you press record and realize I have to keep talking. (laughs) So we haven't had anybody really melt down. Like everybody's been very competent and everybody's been able to tell their stories. You know, I'm sure being in in policing, there's you're used to recounting these sort of things, but in episodes like uh, Kyle Volwinkle, I'm always shocked by the amount of detail every little bit. He can lay that timeline out for an hour and a half In my head, I can see that playing like a movie because he's so detailed.
0: Yeah. Mike, obviously we've run into technical issues with equipment, but uh, for the most part, we get those things worked out and we try to make people as comfortable as possible, right?
2: And, you know, I think the thing that kind of sticks out to me is, and I don't mean this in a negative way, is the reluctance of guests to toot their own horn, to talk about the good stuff they've done. I mean, in many cases, you almost have to drag it out of them because they're so humble about what they've done, even though what they've done is incredibly good and brave and, and compassionate, I, I just enjoy people like that.
0: Do you think it goes back to the fact that they they join this profession, you know, the law enforcement side at least, to serve, to give of themselves, and to toot their own horn or however you want to say it it's it's foreign to them because that's not in their nature
2: they're living out the phrase uh, hey i was just doing my job e- even though in many cases it really wasn't their job you know yeah. no one signed signed on to get shot at you know to see the things that you did it's a part of the job but you sign on to help people and, and you get these other things and, and they just do it so well Jamie Borden probably signed on to get
1: shot at, but he's the only one. He was the only guy that I was like, <laughs> he knew what he was getting into. And he was like, bring it. Let's do this thing.
0: <laughs> and that's one of those those uh, episodes where I, I felt so honored that he would come on our podcast and recount stories that he's never told to a mass audience before about, you know, his friendship with Neil Pert from Rush and some of the things that he did uh, as far as on the the musical side. So to have somebody do that, you just feel like, wow, we're doing something special here that people want to open up and tell their stories.
2: But didn't in that episode, and there were some others that I'll talk about here, the stuff that they did that went beyond their responsibilities Mm -hmm. in law enforcement, you know, uh, getting equipment for the kid. And right. it, that type thing, I go back to our guest from episode 48, Mandy Beesinger, and watching her throughout the year, the stuff that she's done on behalf of Special Olympics. I mean, people who are investing in their community outside the job that no one hears about.
0: Yeah, I wanted to mention a couple of those. Uh, you know, we, we mentioned Kim Schlau and obviously her work with the uh, Jessica and Kelly Uhl Memorial Foundation, but also... You know, we worked with uh, Officer Rick Mitchell with the uh, Guns and Hoses Foundation of North Texas, that uh, hockey tournament that they had. We had him on early in the year, and the thing that we try to do is, even if somebody comes on to promote something that's not going to happen for you know a couple of months— we double back and say, hey, your events this weekend, we're going to you know, promote it on our social media pages for you. We're not just going to have somebody on and forget them. So I think that's one of the things I'm most proud of.
2: Yeah, we're not out there just for, for the quick hit. We're, we're investing in these people so that they can invest in others. And uh, I think they appreciate it, but I, I think they also get a little bit embarrassed about it you know, because they're not doing it for the recognition, although they sure deserve it.
0: We've touched on a lot of topics this year. I want to mention just a couple and, and kind of get your thoughts on the ones that have been most impactful. So, you know, we talked about Paul and Mandy Biesinger, ma- married couple. They're both in law enforcement. That was a unique situation. One of the earlier ones from the year, uh, Dr. Stephanie Zoltowski, law enforcement and the special needs community. We talked about mental health and PTSD, PTSI a lot. Michael Mariota was on with us earlier. Michael Segrew also reached out. We had him. And then sex trafficking, human trafficking, how eye-opening that episode was with Heidi Chance. Any of those um, stand out to you? Or were there others that you found particularly eye-opening?
2: I want to talk about Heidi's episode for a second, when she talked about the story of when they took the the teenage girl back in front of her house and was talking about hey listen you know if you try try and leave you know i'm going to start shooting your family can you imagine what it must have been like for the family members when they heard that story to realize how physically close she was and not know it still not know where she was man that piece right there really hit me you didn't list it there but one of the ones
1: that i found really interesting was the michael cantrell episode the prison episode just because some of the things he was talking about as being like his first year <laughs> i'm like wow my job is way easier than it was a day ago because holy cow i think the quote was i walked in the cell and my
0: boot had blood up to the very top yeah of it, you know after an inmate uh, suicide and i'm like a little crazy to and, hear
1: and how calmly he was recounting some of these stories i was just like wow there's I don't I don't know I was made for that I definitely was not made for that
2: yeah one of the ones that that stood out too was a, a recent one officer Hodgson after she was shot when she talked about how her daughter got on her phone and was looking at the life 360 and she could see her mom's phone because her mom kept her cell phone going across in yeah. the life flight how does a teenager put that into to perspective
0: yeah. And, and the fact that she, I, I even told her in that episode that she's raising an incredible daughter because she sat down with her daughter and said, listen, if you don't want me to go back to this profession, I'll call it quits right now. It's my dream job, but I'll call it quits. But her daughter, you know, they sat and they talked amongst themselves and she said, no, this is what you love to do. You, you go do it. And uh, she's continuing on. And when we thank her for her service, she's SRO and down in Arkansas. And just an incredible
1: story we got to air during Thanksgiving week. And she's busting those kids about Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Bless her.
0: <laughs> we also did some uh, crossover with uh, other podcasters, which is always a great way for us to, to grow our network. I wanted to mention just a couple. Uh, you mentioned Michael Cantrell. He's the host of the Prison Officer Podcast. Jerry Williams from uh, the FBI Retired Case File Review. She was in episode 64. Jerry had some great stories to tell, and she was so complimentary to us before, during, and after the fact. And to hear that from someone involved in the FBI, I always take that as a source of
2: pride. Well, especially a, a fellow podcaster who just recently had her 300th episode. That's right. Yeah. Uh, that, that's. I mean, you start talking in terms of 300 yeah, how many minutes has she produced yeah and she does it yeah. all by herself like that
1: is her things start to finish there's at least three of us and writes books and
2: yeah. you know yeah
1: i was gonna mention like overachievers more, yeah
0: <laughs> yeah uh catherine boyle who as uh, part of life lessons with the uh, lt's daughter podcast she's been on i was gonna mention this in a moment but uh, we've had a couple of guests this year that made multiple appearances we'll talk about that in just a second but of course we have to mention the elephant in the room the other uh, podcast that was on our podcast the one that we surprised you with we had episode 50 coming up and aaron and i were trying to come up with an idea of who we should have on the podcast and you were a big proponent of the left of greg podcast and so aaron said why don't you reach out to those guys and see if they'd be interested And they were so incredibly nice. And I think we probably could have recorded a four hour episode (laughs) because. You guys really got in the weeds and just love talking
2: shop. We could have made a Bethel seminar out, out, of, uh, out of that <laughs> podcast if given the, the, the chance there. And, and you know, it's funny you should bring that one up because I was going through the list of things and, and talking about the ones that I enjoyed the most. And, and that sat atop uh, of the episodes until I realized that we did one with my mom and my daughter So Mm -hmm. contractually obligated to move them to the (laughs) top of the list, uh, which I did. Not only were they gracious that day, but they continue to be friends of this podcast. Exactly. Uh, Again, people who are investing back in the profession. I just, I can't emphasize that enough.
0: Greg Williams and uh, Brian Marin are the uh, two hosts of, of that podcast. And those guys, like you said, continually on social media, they're always liking posts, sharing things, commenting, very supportive of our podcast. And, uh, we, we thank them for that. I want to double back something. You said you did have your mother and your daughter on an episode this year. It was talking about balancing, you know, work life and home life. How weird was that for you? We, I don't know if we really talked about it too much, but is it, and they were sitting in the room with you while you recorded it. So it, was it weird beforehand or after we finished recording? You're like, I'm, I felt uncomfortable
2: you know, they, they both were nervous coming on. And I'm trying to, it's no big deal. It's just a conversation. And they were nervous how they did. But I think one of the things, not just that episode, but all the episodes, uh, Brent, you do such a good job of setting things up at the beginning and putting people at ease so that it can be a conversation. It just makes it so much easier on me and on our guests. And you just seem to come through it naturally, and because of that, I think I think it just makes it better for everybody. Hopefully, it makes it better for our listeners.
0: The best compliment I think we can get is when we finish recording and we hit stop, someone will say, that was a lot easier than I thought it was <laughs> going to be. I thought this, this wasn't hard at all. This was great because we want to take away, you know, all the the fear and just make it us in a room virtually, of course. Just talking. I mean, that's what we want to do.
2: I mean, because one of my fears is I, I don't want to come off sounding stupid. And, and you know, we, we had Ross Swopon, a guy who has done some amazing things during his career and post his career. And having a conversation with somebody like that is intimidating. But in that case, the guest put me at ease. Really? And another guy that, that has just been incredibly gracious before, during and post the episode, literally a giant in the law enforcement field, but it was a conversation. That's all I can say. It was—I I thought it was a great conversation, but it was so much fun.
0: We had some returning guests on the podcast this year. I mentioned earlier Catherine Boyle. She was first on with her dad Michael Boyle in episode sixty-three, and she came back in episode seventy-eight. Mike Rogers, as we refer to as our drone guy, <laughs> he was on a couple of times. Uh, he was actually. On last year, in episode 14, and then uh, just recently in episode 81, our good friend of the podcast, Joe Willis, uh, he was in episode 9, but then we asked him to come back for our July 4th episode, which he was very honored to do, and uh, that was episode 60, and we we joke with Joe that uh, he shares the, uh, the the same name as the, uh, the goalkeeper for the Nashville Soccer Club, right? <laughs> yes. Right?
1: Every time they're playing, I always message you guys, and Joe's in net tonight. Joe Wills is going to do it tonight. He didn't get us to the playoffs, unfortunately. So, Joe, you got to fix that before you can come back on the show. But I what we can get But one guy that that came back and told a story,
0: and it was very timely that I was so thankful to have him back, was Kyle Vollwinkle. Because last year, in 2022, he was a part of a, a two-part episode about the uh, Midland City bunker hostage crisis. That was episodes 20 and 21. And Aaron did a fantastic job of putting those – Uh, episodes together editing wise and Kyle said hey I want I want to come back on and talk about the Boston Marathon bombing because I was negotiator in that I worked as a part of that and there was a Netflix series out around the same time and he wasn't mentioned in that Netflix series so we got to hear his perspective and I thought that was really interesting and again humbled's the word that Someone as high up as Kyle came back and told his story to us.
2: I was fortunate in July to be able to to co-teach a class uh, with Kyle here in Michigan. The way he was with us uh, on the podcast is the way he was in the classroom. And he came over for dinner, just an incredibly gracious and humble guy that that has done stuff that, that I can't even fathom.
0: I just want to mention before we get into uh, some of our favorite episodes of the year, just some of the guests on that we've had that have published books and and mentioned their books. A Narc's Tale, Keith Grounsel, who was just on recently about his years working undercover. He told an incredible story in his episode, FBI Myths and Misconceptions. Of course, Jerry Williams, she has a number of uh, fiction and nonfiction books. David Schilling has the Jail Intelligence Manual and this is all about corrections and prisons and this is something that didn't get a chance to mention yet but my mother-in-law worked for the sheriff's department here in online county and my wife was uh going through her house the other day and found this book of symbols that you're supposed to look for in the jail and it was exactly the stuff that dave was talking about in his episode i've gotten a binder here and i just was, like thumbed through it it's amazing all this stuff like the gang signs and you know, all the different things to look for. So that was a really eye-opening episode, too.
2: That one right there, I struggle with the English alphabet and the fact that the corrections folks have to learn more. They are obviously (laughs) much more advanced than I am because uh, I struggle with, you know, the English language.
0: Uh, Just a couple more unjustifiable means, the inside story of how the CIA, Pentagon, and U.S. government conspired to torture Mark Fallon. That was a uh, big episode to have him on. Also, uh, Compelling Force Leadership How Leaders Can Use Their Influence to Effectively Lead People with Purpose and Passion. Chief John Robinson. It's great to have him on. He was a super uh, big supporter of the podcast. And of course, we've mentioned Chip Heath and the Arbinger Institute, The Outward Mindset. So we try to uh, mention those books and all the ones that uh, we've mentioned. You can find them in the episode page uh, on our website at Between the Lines of virtualacademy.com.
2: For our listeners, real quick, it, it listen if you, with Christmas just having uh having occurred, and maybe you got some gift cards and you're looking for something to buy. I highly encourage you; you won't go wrong uh, going to the episode notes and buying any of those books, or if you're so inclined, all of those books. I genuinely thought you were going to say, "Give us gift cards, buy us things." I, I did not think yeah. you were going <laughs> in the direction you're going. Oh, hey, hey, you know, you know what? I would be remiss. Left of Greg, Brian Mayer and Greg Williams, uh, they released a textbook on uh, the human uh, behavior pattern recognition and analysis. And folks, I I bought it. It truly is a master's level book on human behavior. I've gone through and I've reread the first four chapters. I don't want to move on until I have a solid grasp on those.
0: I do want to mention before we get into our uh, top episodes of the year, the episode that had... A surprising amount of downloads that I did not expect to see coming, and that was episode 73, Yoga Rescue with Vance Rowe. I thought people would see an episode about yoga, and they'd say, eh, not for me. But we started to see the downloads come in that day, and it really blew me away at how popular that episode was.
2: I like to think it's because people, when they saw the title, they thought that they would get to see you and I wearing yoga pants and uh, they may have been disappointed that it didn't happen. Uh, But no, Vance, you know, the work that he's doing uh, again, giving back, you know, this change, helping others so that they don't have bad experiences, I think is just so humble and serving.
0: I do want to mention Aaron and I will sit for sometimes hours on end trying to come up with the perfect title for the episode or writing up the episode description. Sometimes I think we overthink it, but we want to, we want to have something out there that's attractive to people when they go to, to download these
1: episodes. And we hope we're doing a good job.
2: At yeah, Attractive episodes, hence the reason why there weren't pictures of you and I wearing yoga pants. I, I
1: think I, on that episode, <laughs> I wanted to go with tactical yoga and got shot down. But, <laughs> I do want to mention uh, just quickly that Aaron has taken
0: on an increased responsibility with the podcast, and how is that for you? Because I know you had a certain role, and then you've taken on uh, doing some more uh, scheduling and booking of guests. And that's kind of a little bit out of your comfort zone, but you've really managed to keep this thing going and, and being the driving force behind it.
1: I'm Mike's secretary. That's really what it Oh, means. my goodness. So <laughs> what it feels oh. like. A, <laughs> a glorified secretary.
2: Yeah. If that doesn't show how low budget we are, <laughs> I don't know why.
1: <laughs> I tell you, the thing that uh, I, I learned really quickly and uh, had a lot of respect for you now, Brent, is when you were doing this, I didn't realize... <laughs> We're having to work with so many different time zones because we're in the central time zone. Mike is in eastern time zone. A lot of times a guest will be in Pacific or Mountain or somewhere else trying to get times all correct. And look, I may have messed one or two up, but for <laughs> the most part, <laughs> these end up being correct. It's hard. I got a text from Aaron one time. It said, we're going to be recording at 10 a.m. tomorrow.
0: And then like 20 minutes later, it's like, oops, I got the time zone wrong. That's (laughs) eight o'clock in the morning.
1: (laughs) I actually did that today with a a gentleman on the phone. I was like, all right, that's one. No, that's 10. Oh, gee. And so I had to pull it out. So it's. You know what? You learn on the job here. That's, I'm the best we can afford, and that's, that's what we go with. But, uh, it's, if nothing else, we, we've constantly said on this podcast that you have to keep learning, you have to keep expanding. So, this is definitely the challenge that, uh, was laid before me. I'm an engineer, so I like being in the background. I like editing and producing and making things good. So, having to interact with human beings sometimes
2: a little rough, a little rough. A little rough.
1: Yeah. Well, All right. Well,
0: I've got, you can mention as many as you want, but I've got, uh, top three of my favorite episodes of the year. Um, But I'll start with uh, whoever wants to go first of what your favorite episodes of the year. Mike, Aaron, whoever wants to go first.
2: Go ahead, Aaron.
1: Uh, I think the big ones, it was really fun episode 50 getting that and trying to keep that from Mike and his reaction when we told him was really fun. I think we did it during a video chat on a meeting and he was just like, Cool, cool. And I knew down like underneath his uh, desk, he was freaking out. So that was really fun. And to see you interact with them the first time, was like me getting to meet Steve Ray Vaughn or something like that. So it was kind of, <laughs> it was fun. You guys immediately just became like nerd friends and that was fun to see as well. You were just, it
0: was like stepbrothers. Did we just become best yeah. like friends?
1: <laughs> <laughs> just immediately making jokes about the army and so it just, you guys all needed to be friends anyway. So I'm glad we could make that happen. And yeah, they've I been appreciate that. incredibly supportive. I have to say like having Kyle Volwinkle come back to us and Ask us if he can tell that story. It was an amazing story. It's it's definitely one of my favorite. It was uh, episode fifty three and fifty four, and for me as an editor, getting to put that together and put a little extra stuff into mm-hmm. it, that's always uh, really creative, uh, fun. So, I enjoyed the VR episode that we did with uh, Stuart Roadheaver, just because it was something out of our wheelhouse. It was something out of our lane, but it is something that is on coming in the future, and I think that. Any of those episodes like we just did with Mike Rogers as drones, as a first responder, that and VR are both things that I'm very interested in. So when we get to do those geeky episodes, I kind of have, it's a good time for me. So I can weigh in a little bit. I think my favorite episode was surprisingly was uh, 74 with Jamie Borden. Just hearing him as a musician, hearing him talk about somebody that he respected as much as Neil Peart. Hopefully we're saying that right, Jamie. Hearing him talk about that as becoming a good friend of somebody and how he doesn't just throw that out there, how we kind of had to w- pull it out of him, how telling those old stories that he thought everybody had forgotten. It was just really neat episode to see. And then also he's just a solid dude, man. He's just yeah. a down-to-earth dude that is going to tell you the way it is. That's the, I think that's the purpose is to show that
0: uh, law enforcement, cops, police, however you want to say it, they're people. They're trying to show the human side that's the purpose. And I think, you know, that's a perfect example.
2: Yeah. Mike, what you got? I I will say that I'm not going to choose a specific episode on this topic, but I really enjoyed the correction stuff we did this year Yeah, because (laughs) it it really opened a new door, in this case, a cell door uh, into a world that I knew (laughs) nothing about. Learning about that, it was just fascinating to me. And I hope that we get more of that because I think there's still a lot we don't know. Uh, Again, favorite episode, my mom and my daughter. Sarah and Laura. Okay. Um, throw that out there. But I did enjoy that because it, it was enjoyable watching my mom when she talked about my grandpa. And then seeing my daughter uh, recognize things. You know what I mean? It, so I really enjoyed yeah. that. Left of Greg, Nup said. I've got the bumper sticker. Uh, if that tells anybody anything how much <laughs> I enjoyed the, the thing there. But And I will echo what Aaron said. Kyle Vowinkle just an incredibly giving guy. That did amazing things. I struggle not to call him again and say, Hey, Kyle, we'd love to have you back. But Kyle, we'd love to have you back. Just
1: (laughs) There's any other crazy scenario that you walked yourself through. Come on the show. We'd love to hear about it. it, Cause every time I think I've accomplished something, I think about Kyle. (laughs) And I think, well, we got a bit to go (laughs) got a little bit to go. I've got, uh,
0: my top three and then I've got an honorable mention. Um, Two of them are uh, non law enforcement. And that, that is, you know, Kim Schlau's story was it just touched you on just an incredible level. Uh, and then, of course, Max Schachter and his story, um, again, as, as parents, as a parent myself, it's was, it was really hard to listen to that. But we applaud their efforts to, to raise awareness. Chip Huth, as his story and the way that he told it, I I made my wife listen to it. I said, listen to Chip chip's got some great advice and another guy another episode that i told her to listen to because these episodes are for law enforcement but you get a lot out of it even if you're not in law enforcement and that is chief richard jessup yeah that man spoke the gospel in episode 58 i enjoyed the heck out of that guy and i hope we can have him back
2: sometime. i love chief
0: so as we come up on 2024 we have really delved into a lot of topics this year where do we want to go for the upcoming year, what what are the types of things that you want to? What types of guests do you want to get on? What 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 should we be talking
2: about? I wish we'd get more from the fireside,
0: and, yeah, and you, know, you know you know
2: that there there's so much that goes on behind the scenes with those folks i, I don't know why well, you've jokingly called them
0: hose jockeys
2: yeah, so much well, that hose I don't jockeys know second that. responders hey listen it's all in good fun <laughs> you know take our pillows to work you know that, 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 the, the truth of the matter is that it's a public safety team and, and so along that same theme i, I would love to get more uh, from our dispatch centers yeah, you know, the first first yeah. responders. I, I think that that right there, so that we can see the entire picture, it really does illuminate it for us.
0: Aaron, anything that we haven't really uh delved into yet that you're kind of looking forward to? I mean, you're the you're the guy that's booking the guest, so I guess you have a, a say in this.
1: Yeah, I think there's some some interesting stories coming up just from some people that we have in the hopper or that we're talking to still love the story based episodes. That's what made me want to do this, this podcast in the beginning really think that there are so many people and, and we've maybe talked about Kyle, but there are so many people that have these amazing stories that never get heard by the general public and who never really realize what goes into this profession. And it's so crazy to hear them sit down and talk about it. Like it's just another day. And you're like, this is way more than I could have ever dealt with. And to them, it's just a Monday. And I think that's fascinating. I think that's what I wanted to come out of this podcast was to people to hear that and then to realize, I think we, we've talked about quite a bit, how much baggage goes along with that lifestyle. I don't think the general public realizes that. How much it takes to do something like this, and how much it's going to affect you and your family for the rest of your life?
0: I didn't know what choir practice was until we started doing this podcast. That was <laughs> new to me. So I'm just—I knew
1: that term from working with uh, police. there. It's fun. There's like all the the lingo, and like half the time I'm like, Mike, what does that mean? What does this mean? <laughs> yeah. So,
0: but it's like uh, Jamie Borden said in his episode. I, you know, we're talking. You know, one of the things I want to talk about more is police and community relations. And I said something to him like, is that the exception or is the rule as in regards to him helping some some kids? And he's like, you know what? That happens more than gets reported on. And so that's the kind of stuff that I want us to continue to highlight is the law enforcement first response and community relations. That's, uh, you know, and and sometimes we hear the bad stuff, but we don't hear the good stuff because the good stuff isn't attractive to uh, listen to, I guess. We, we want to hear the dirt instead, but we want to hear those good stories of how people are changing lives in their community.
2: And it doesn't have to be a press release moment. You know, J- Jamie, he talked about carrying around a case of water uh, in, in the trunk of his car for the homeless folks because he wanted to make sure that they, they were getting something good to drink. Those little things like that, to me and you, somebody brought us a bottle of water, we, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm good, but... others it makes a big difference and that's exactly what i'm looking for from our people out there
0: yeah well as we i get to say it this time as we're wrapping up here there you go on this episode i want to thank uh mike for for leading the conversation you do a a fantastic job And, and not only that but you're on the road a majority of the time of the year and we schedule these when you're at home and so when you're tired coming off the road Here you are setting up a microphone, recording a podcast. So we thank you for that because you've really done a fantastic job leading us through this year.
2: I want to thank you guys for making it so easy. Brent, you do put me at ease. Aaron, thank you for your vision. In fact, I had written down here, has this turned into what you thought it would be? You know, when you were thinking about this thing, is it meeting your expectations? It is. And the thing that I've loved this year and I hope
1: continues, and I'm saying this not as the person who books people for the show, but- people are starting to reach out to us and and that's been a huge win for me. That's what I hoped. I hope that this could inspire people enough to want to tell their version of the story that they would actually reach out to us and we weren't having to go out and find guests every week. That's starting to happen. We're starting to see the fruits of that labor. So I'm very excited about that. Like I said, if people that comment on these episodes, that means so much to us. I cannot stress enough how excited we are. And we share it with each other like little dorks. They're like, dude, look, at they said this, they said this. And so that and then also people enjoying the, the swag, the merchandise that we're sending them. I, I appreciate that. It's the smallest thing we could give somebody to give us the time to tell these stories. It's so great. Just a quick caveat there. If you're a
0: previous guest and you haven't received swag, (laughs) we're working on that. We're going to get a backlog. backlog, We've got some, yeah, we've got a little gift basket that we sent out. And then it's, what's really cool is when our guests will tweet out a picture or send something on Facebook showing their gift basket and how cool it is to have that.
2: And Brent, you were talking about being on the road. One of the things that's really been fun this year is going to the different conferences and then running into previous guests. It, it it's such is such a joy meeting these friends in person somewhere else outside the context it really has been a highlight of the year for me
1: it's been nice having like we've built this little network of friends through between the lines and so as we see things either on social media or see them at different venues it's like a little between the lines family and that's really cool i'm i'm glad that we were able to, to foster and build that
0: one final thing that i learned this year and it came early Uh, Tony Taylor informed us that there are (laughs) drive-through funeral
1: homes. I was unaware of that at the time. I mean, we found that out as efficiency
2: goes. That's (laughs) I applaud their efforts. One of the best stories of the year. Now, radio, we're all set. (laughs) We've uh,
0: we've touched on a lot of the episodes that we uh, recorded this year and, and published. If we didn't mention your episode, it didn't mean we didn't enjoy it. It was just, we've got a lot of ground to cover in a short amount of time. We appreciate every single guest that comes on and everyone that downloads an episode or uh, leaves a comment. We thank you. Thank you uh, to Dr. Nassar for allowing us the platform to put this podcast out because I think we are building a relationship with uh, the law enforcement community and beyond. I think we're doing a good thing here and we want to continue to do that. We've mentioned a ton of episodes in uh, this particular year in wrap up. If you want to go back and revisit some of those, if maybe we've piqued your interest, we've got them all available. They're on our website, uh, between the lines with virtualacademy.com. You can also find them across all podcasting platforms. And like Aaron mentioned, reach out to us if you've got a story you want to share we've got a place there on our website that you can contact us and again you'll find us on social media you can reach out through instagram facebook however you want to do it and uh we'll we'll do our best to uh, get you scheduled and, and so you can tell your story